the height of the comedic world has arrived in the form of memes. Of course, I'm being sarcastic. But while they have their point as comedy, they also serve to critique culture and even give sober reminders about how we live. So with the growth of meme culture, while they may be funny, they can also further frustrate communication that we are already struggling to have, and that includes religion. Today we're going to be looking at some atheist memes and quotes to see how we should react and respond. It should be pretty fun. Welcome to the Pilgrim Song. Welcome to the final episode of 2021 slash the Christmas special edition of the Pilgrim Song. I'm Alexander. And I'm Charlie. And we're your two favorite interracial friends talking about Jesus. It's good finally have Charlie back. It's good to be back, man. It's been like three weeks. Yeah, something like that. Something like that. Yeah, it's been it's been it's been crazy. Been really busy recently. Yeah. I apologize. I I know how much I was missed. Not really. No yeah, one. No, no one actually told me that they okay, missed that's me. That's a lie. I but, missed you. <clears throat> yeah, you don't count. Okay. <laughs> but hope you enjoyed his whistling rendition of "We Wish You a Merry Christmas," which we do. We do wish you a Merry Christmas. And a and, happy new year. And a happy new year. Yeah. Uh, we hope that, you know, this is a <clears throat> wonderful time of year. We hope that if you are going back to visit family, you will stay safe and come back and listen to us next year. So uh, really appreciate all of that. We'll talk a little bit more about that later. But we want to improve somebody's time of the year this year with some reading. Uh, so our first ever giveaway. We hope to do more of these in the future. And we're thankful for those of you who entered and uh, right now we're going to go ahead and pick the, the person. We're going to roll a die to see who gets it. So, drum roll. All right. It is Brock Keel. Brock Keel. That's a former roommate of mine, actually. Nice. Oh, oh Brock. Congratulations. Congratulations, Brock. Thank you for listening, and thank you for entering the giveaway. Absolutely. Much appreciated, brother. All right. Send us a DM on Instagram, and we'll get that sent to you as soon as possible. Hopefully, we'll get it out tomorrow or even Monday if you get it to me close enough. So thank you again for entering, and we hope that we will be able to do more of these in the second season. And again, thank you guys for entering. So for our Christmas rendition of this podcast, we want to do something a little bit more fun. Uh, not that our other stuff is. I was fun. about to say the Bible <laughs> is plenty fun. It is. It's incredible. I the, love Bible the Bible is all the fun one needs. I, I love the Bible, um, but you know we wanted to address people who do not think even close to the same way as us. We know they don't have the same worldview, so we wanted to kind of address some of these. Uh, some of them are quotes. Some of them are memes. Uh, I try not to get too too edgy with them, and honestly, Charlie's going into a lot of these blind. So. Uh, it's going to be fun to see his reaction to them as well. Um, but basically, that's what we're going to do. Um, I'm going to have some audio later from some TikToks, and uh, we'll, we'll have that later in the episode. So I hope you get to enjoy that as well. Um, if you do have more questions about these memes, or if you think that there's something we didn't respond to very well, please let us know so we can address it later. But we're just going to go ahead and hop right into these. Uh, so this one firstly comes from the free, uh, freedom from religion foundation, which is an atheist, uh, 
organization that is supposed to help keep the separation of church and state. But additionally, they do push atheistic ideas out there. So every day, uh, I like their page on Facebook. So they're, uh, I, I don't actually like it. I just liked it so I could see what they post. But um, they have a free thought of the day, which is some atheist guy, and they put a quote next to what he said. So he, they quote James Fergus, and he says in 1885, that religion is declining with no better proof than I am here today. 200 years ago, I would have been burned at the stake. So. Deep thoughts from James Fergus. Yes, deep. Uh, what's your what's your reaction to that? The I mean, <clears throat> it's interesting. Yeah, it's definitely old. Um, 1885, yeah. I mean, he's probably not wrong if he was openly atheist 200 years before that in 1685. I guess he was living in the U.S. Yeah. So... Oh, yeah, he was in the Society Montana. of Montana Pioneers. So, well, I don't know that religion is declining. I think we've talked about that on this podcast oh, before, that it's uh, growing. Maybe not so much in Western culture, but uh, in other parts of the world and different places that you may have never realized, it's definitely, you know, booming. Um, but, I mean, I hate that he feels that way. Yeah, It's, un- it's unfortunate. I don't, know. I don't know what his fellow religious friends... Or how they treated him, but obviously it was not well. He had some sort of beef with them. Some sort of beef, for sure. So, yeah, that that's the thing. So, 1885, <clears throat> when he's writing that, religion is declining. I wouldn't say that. Uh, and, and as Charlie already mentioned, it is declining in the West, uh, which makes meets, means it's important for us to be going out and spreading the message. But it is growing everywhere else in the world. So... Perhaps there's something else to say to that. And considering that James has now passed away, maybe there's something to this religion thing considering how long it's been going on. So, fair. Just a thought. It survived the 1800s. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, the next one we have, it's Bible, and it's like a definition. Uh, and it's a noun. It says, an ancient novel full of murder, corruption, homophobia, bestiality, <laughs> incest, and cruelty. It is often read to children on Sunday. I can't. What's the bestiality? That's what I'm confused about. I don't know where... I only know where it condemns it. I guess. I don't know anywhere else. Yeah. Uh, All those bestialities. I don't know. The... No. No. They didn't do anything. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know, but like, I'm trying to figure out where they got that from. I don't know. Sorry. I mean, all the rest of those... Uh, an ancient novel full of murder. I mean, I don't know that it's full of murder. There's some murder that occurs there in might it. Might have been murder in there. I mean, if you yeah. look at any historical text, there's probably going to be murder and violence in it. Like, if it's going to actually record corruption, sure, yeah, yeah. Man, it's, it's or homophobia. No, I mean, did you, you did you it. yeah did you read the Bible? I don't know. Condemning, I don't know. If you if you if you define homophobia as the con- condemnation of homosexuality, then Sure. Yeah, yeah. A bestiality, that one, yeah, and that's funny. Uh, incest, <laughs> well, and cruelty, sure, yeah. yeah. No, I mean, it is often read to children on Sunday. Yeah, and we don't read those, we don't read that part. You know, like there, there's important things for children to grasp and understand <clears throat> about Scripture, but obviously I'm not going to be reading first, or, or I'm not, Judges 19 to children. Like, that's just... It's not good. So, also, everything he says, fair point. That's kind of the whole purpose of the Bible, yeah. if you will, where it's like, yeah, the world is terrible. Yeah. And even Christians are, tre- are going to be treated terribly. 
especially back in ancient times. I mean, just look at Jesus himself. Mm -hmm. He was treated cruelly. He was murdered. He was living in a corrupt society. Uh, he did condemn homosexuality. He certainly did not commit incest. <laughs> <laughs> nope. uh, but you know, yeah, and, but that's kind of the whole point. That's if the world if the world was not any of those things, then uh, well, we wouldn't need the Bible. Yeah. Also, the Bible is a collection. <clears throat> it is literally the name means library, so it's not just one novel. It's sixty six books. So let's get it right. <laughs> All right, Patton Oswalt. He is a he's an Emmy winner. I'm pretty sure. Some sort of. I have no like idea who that is. I'm yeah, you do. Patton Oswalt. Yes, you do. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. The the comedian guy. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. He was on. Uh, he's in Parks and Rec. King of Queens. Oh, King of Queens. That was. He he's Ted on Ted Day on Parks and Rec. That's the one I know him from. Yeah, that's right. Uh, but he says, I, I'm <clears> guessing this is in response to something that went on in our culture. But he says, "Dear people, citing the Bible." It's a cool book with some wonderful passages, but it also has ghost sex and giants and super babies and demons. That's why we don't make laws based on Game of Thrones, My Little Pony, or Legend of Zelda. Get wrecked, Christians. <laughs> <laughs> What's the ghost sex? Again, I don't know. That, that's... Oh, that's cracking me up, man. The ghost sex. I don't know. The sons of God and people. I don't like when they came that's down. Not, those aren't ghosts. Like the only like know. ghost story we I'm have. I'm trying to figure out where they're getting this from. <laughs> uh, there is giants. That's true. Yeah, giants. Fair. Super babies. Super babies. Jesus. Is that Jesus? Yeah, yeah. Okay. And demons for sure. Yeah. That's definitely yeah. yeah. Um, that's why we don't make laws based on the game. Huh. So well, that one's kind of weird. Here's, but here's here's the cool thing about the Bible. Is it's not like it has those like it doesn't have like it doesn't celebrate demons or anything mm -hmm. like that like it's it very much condemns them. Sure. Also, also, sorry, like games like The Legend of Zelda where you have like this strong person that represents the light fighting against the darkness. I mean, that's I don't think anyone would view that as like corrupt. Yeah. Maybe, I Got know. him. I don't know anything about My Little Pony. <laughs> no. In Game of Thrones, I know le even less about evil. That. <laughs> I don't think you can read the Bible and be like, "Oh, this celebrates evil." Yeah. So, I highly agree with that, and that's one of the things <clears> I appreciate <throat> is like, okay, the Bible does mention all these like really awful, terrible things. It's not in celebration of the awful, terrible things that happen. <laughs> Go sex. Yeah. I can't. That's good. <laughs> all right, this one is very grainy, but it says, "I'm a moderate Christian. I don't support hate, violence, or discrimination." I simply devote my life to supporting a book that supports hate, violence, and discrimination. Wow, what a turn. <laughs> I did not actually know where that was going. I did not see this one before. Yeah. Well, I simply devote my life to supporting a book that supports hate, violence, and discrimination. My dear friend, I would just encourage you to go read the Bible. Um, I mean... That was written by somebody who obviously has not read the scriptures yeah. for themselves. Discrimination is overtly <clears throat> condemned over and over again, particularly yeah. the New Testament. I'm thinking like off the top of my head, Acts 10, James 2, all that good stuff. Um, I guess they think, I don't know, they could look at the Old Testament and be like how God told Israel to be a separate nation. What's the point of that, though? It's not an ethnic problem, which is why we have examples like Rahab yeah. and Ruth. It's on the basis of... They lead you astray into these idols. You're going to be sacrificed in a Molech, all that type of stuff. So. And it's not like they were 
they were supposed to be a light to the other nations was kind of the whole point, like yeah. to bring others to, to see God. Exactly. It's not like they were like, no, we're the only ones that can know God. Mm-hmm. So, uh, well, you know, yeah. you got them on the twist though. Congratulations. Whoever wrote the yeah. Gotcha. I didn't see that coming. <laughs> All right, hold on. We're, at, we're through. Okay. So this one says, uh, if Facebook is serious about fighting fake news, uh, fighting fake news, sorry, I read that terribly, um, they should start by banning all religious groups on their platform. Ooh. Beautiful picture, though, in the background. It's a little odd. Yeah, I don't, it doesn't really... <laughs> the moon it, it's, like, it's, like, it's like a moon rising over a large body of water with a yacht out in the distance. Like, real nice, pretty reflection. Mm-hmm. And Facebook is serious about fighting fake news. They should start by banning all of us. I'm assuming he's saying that religious religions are all fake. I guess is what he's trying to imply with I that. I assume, yeah. Well, uh, I mean, I'm all about, you know, banning some Facebook in general. But <laughs> <coughs> just getting rid of Facebook altogether. Charlie is far more radical than you want him to be. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, no, it's... Uh, yeah, it's interesting. I don't, really know. I don't really know what to say to that. I think it's within Facebook's right to ban religions from their platform, sure. Um, I would like to know, if, I'd like to show some proof that it's fake. That's just my opinion. Yep. There you go. All right. Oh, this one, this one hurts my feelings. I'm not going to lie to you. It says, when you ask people to justify their beliefs, and it says, I got these in seventh grade and I love them. Stop asking questions. If you know Coach from New Girl, it's him saying that. It's one of his quotes. So that one hurts my feelings. How, how do you feel about that? <laughs> um, well, uh, sadly, if that's the response that someone is giving you and they, when you ask them to justify or give an account to you know, why they believe in the Bible, um, the person has some growing up to do. <laughs> Needs to develop their faith a little bit. Um, they're obviously their faith is based fear, purely on their upbringing and not necessarily on their own seeking after God. Yeah. But part of the goal of Christian <clears throat> faith is to find truth. It's pursuit of truth. Jesus, when he claims to be truth, means that our entire lives are dedicated to knowing Him. Uh, so yeah, if you. Again, for me, I take this very seriously. So it's like, no, I didn't get these in seventh grade. This is stuff I come to believe in for myself. But I think yeah, Charlie brings up since the good I was one. born. <laughs> take that meme. I've I've had this since the day I was born. Yeah, Charlie Thanks, brings parents. up the good point that if if yours haven't grown, if you haven't matured, that is a problem. If you're living on your parents' faith or just this is kind of how it feels is what feels correct, uh, you got to reevaluate. You got to go and look at it for yourself. Be fully convicted about it. So. It's the whole reason why we're told to be ready to give an account so that we can deal with questions like that. Exactly. Please, if you, if someone ever asks you on the street, why do you believe in the Bible? Please don't say that, oh, it's just because of the way I was raised. Yeah. Please have a better reason than that. Amen. I love God. I don't know. <laughs> That's a good answer. I love Jesus. <laughs> Jesus gave his life for me, you know. God loves me. That's why I love the Bible. I don't know any, any, of, the, any of the above. Mm-hmm. I believe in truth, <laughs> not because it's oh, it's just uh, seventh grade. It's in seventh grade, resurrection people. We're going to talk about that <clears throat> again. But all right, here's a great one. It's in the clouds, so very pretty. If I am wrong, and there is a Judeo Judeo Christian God, 
The day of my death will truly be judgment day. I do hereby affirm that I will give him a fair chance to account for his deeds before I pass judgment upon him. Have you used this before in a lesson or something? I feel like I've heard... I, no. Have you ever just seen this before? <laughs> no, yeah, this is a... Uh, oh, man, you got... I, I honestly don't know that I could even say that out loud because I'd just be just sheer fear oh, of man. the... Good luck with good luck with that, friend. I tell you what, you know what? More power to you yes. when you go before the throne of God, one a day. Have fun, just have a good time. Like, no, 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 God, I'm going to stop you right there. Why are you? You justify this. We will pray for your humility. I, like, that's all I can. Like I don't yeah. want to say anything to me, but it's like I you, pray that God will deal mercifully with you. You got a big storm is, coming. Checkmate. <laughs> I do, man. That's a, that's hardcore. That's a that is a statement. <laughs> <clears throat> All right. Question: Prove God doesn't exist. Answer: That's a tough one. Show me how it's done by proving Zeus and Apollo don't exist, and I'll use your method. Well, Jesus is a historical figure. Yeah, it's in the resurrection. Uh, so. <laughs> let's look at how long. Let's look at how long Greek mythology lasted for, how quickly that was debunked, and how Christianity has very much not been. You can look at the characters of those gods. Um, I don't know. We could have a long conversation about this. It's very long. It's, <clears throat> that's why putting it in meme formats is not really helpful. It doesn't really spark conversation. So, Yeah. But the guy, the guy in the picture looks very skeptical. Yeah. I don't know. What's your response to that? Oh, man. So, my again, <laughs> like, the resurrection is so big for me because here is something that is actually in histo- history. You go and look for Zeus and Apollo, as much as I love Greek myths, and I've done a lot of reading and research, those aren't founded in historical facts. Um, but when it comes to the resurrection of Jesus, I think the verification of the Bible, the Bible, the particularly the New Testament Gospels are historically reliable, um, including the Acts, <clears throat> stuff like that yeah. is what really differentiates for me uh, that this religion isn't something that's made up. It's not on Mount Olympus, far, far away. It's it was right there in Palestine all those years ago. So yeah, I don't know. I guess to me, I would just look at just the general messages from each one of those religions because. If you break down Greek mythology as a whole, like, what is the point? Like, really? Like, it's like, oh, you have these gods that live on Mount Olympus, which is like kind of like heaven, but you can never attain that because they're far better than you. Mm. Like, I got, okay, what, what's the, what are you trying to achieve? Justifying like, Oh, let me, let me, let me be really, let me worship these gods because hopefully, maybe they'll give me something in return. Like, yeah. yeah. I, I don't know. Versus like the Bible or Jesus, who's like, if you follow me, then I will grant you everlasting peace. Yeah. Like, versus Zeus, it's like, if you follow me, then I'll probably just make fun of you or laugh at you or, you know, just Worse. strike you dead because why not? <laughs> because I'm bored one day. So I'm going to throw a lightning bolt at you and watch you burn because it's funny. Like, all right. So again, like I, I preached, I, I I brought up Zeus in a sermon recently, and I there's only one there's only one story I felt comfortable t- telling from the pulpit because Zeus did really horrible things to people, um, so yeah, oh well. I guess the whole reason why Greek mythology uh, failed. Yeah. So.
So, I mean, the Greeks were conquered by the Romans who just kind of adapted it and turned it into their own. So I guess that's really why Greek mythology ended. But even then, Christianity has been through the rise and fall of many different empires and world changes, and yet it still remains absolutely unchanged. The same as it was, now is, and will forever be, just like God. Facts. <clears throat> All right, here we go. This one it has four <laughs> different children. <laughs> it's got four different children. Uh, so one of the girls, it says, believes in Jesus because oh, her parents man. taught her to love Jesus. Another one is a, a girl with a hijab. And it says, believes in Allah because her parents taught her to love Allah. And then Indian girl, I'm assuming, uh, believes in Vishnu because her parents taught her to love Vishnu. And then it's a young black child who says, it says, believe in no gods, believes in no gods, because her parents taught her to love thinking. Oh, oh wow. I would replace thinking with Fred nothing. Snap. <laughs> <laughs> because her parents taught her to love or nothing. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> I also think this meme is pretty funny because stereotypically, particularly in the United States, Black people are more religious. I was about to say, aren't they more? Like, yeah. Aren't they more religious? Uh, in in the entire world, there are more brown skinned Christ followers than any other. So I was about to say, cause I know the gospel specifically, like we were talking about. Like I know in Africa, it's growing it for grows. sure. Um, so I mean, all these are very, very pictures of young people. So like, if you strip them out of their life at that particular point in time, fair. They all probably believe in Jesus. A four-year-old probably believes in God because their parents take them to worship services and they're mm-hmm. taught to, to love God. Uh, but again, as we talked about in that other meme, you know, hopefully it doesn't stay that way. Yep. So, right. I mean, <clears throat> as a parent, I'm, I'm as a parent, <laughs> I'm not a parent yet. Um, uh, you know, I would think as, as Christian parents, you know, their their main goal is to raise their kids up in ways that they will follow God and help bring them up in that way. Um, <clears throat> so fair, but then to, <laughs> because her parents taught her to love thinking, believes in no gods. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> it's almost like you're saying that like atheists don't teach people to be atheists they just teach them to think and then they become atheists yeah. on their own and i'm sure that's not necessarily the case it's a bold assumption um but well i don't know <laughs> the thing is about like an atheist in love like the idea like why if you're an atheist if you're listening to this podcast and you're an atheist why do you love anything that's what i want to ask like what's the point like why love you know feels better than hate Maybe. But why? It just does. <laughs> I don't know. Like why? Can't why does Why does showing love make you feel better? I mean, you know, like what? Like what's the point? What? What's What's the point? What's the point of ever doing good? Just live life to the fullest. Do whatever you want for yourself, and you know, if somebody gets in your way, push them over. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I just yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, interesting. There you go. Answer Charlie's question. I don't know. Yeah. Check we don't want a straw menu, but. Like, want to know? I'm just, I'm just, I'm genuinely curious. <laughs> just genuinely curious. But yeah. Uh, <clears throat> all right. So we have one more before our break. This one. Oh is, yes. So it's nutrition facts. All right. So it says Bible ingredients. Serving size one book. Right from the get go, you're wrong. Sixty six books. All right. Amount per <clears throat> serving, and it has the percentage of daily value thing on it. So I had to blank it out because you know. But it said total, you know, language for poo poo. 
So total poo poo, a hundred percent. Original poo poo, fifteen percent. Uh, taken from other cultures, eighty five percent of your daily value. <laughs> Omnipotence, zero percent. Factual information, zero percent. Damage to humanity, ninety percent. All right, come on, man. You've already uh, all right. Just, just by God. 2,476,633 deaths by the devil, 10. The same, thing, <laughs> the, same thing, <laughs> Suspension of disbelief, 100%. Um, bigotry. I'm just going to be straight. This person's gone way over 100% for total. Well, it's the daily value, so you can still have, like, you, like there's 120% oh, on, guess. like, orange juice. Yeah, I guess, yeah. Um, bigotry, sexism, and xenophobia, 88%. Unicorns, 1%. Actual morality, 4%. And then in the fine Unicorns, print, 1%. it says, <laughs> Do not attempt to engage in heavy thinking while under the influence of religion. Religion should not be mixed with politics, nor should it be taken internally or seriously. Well, I agree that religion should not be mixed with politics, but... Concur. <laughs> what? I say, I concur. Um... Yeah, you know, um, originality, 15%. Uh, I guess they're saying that it's copied a it's bunch copied. of other stuff. Um, I have, I mean, there's, there's a long conversation we can have strongly disproving <laughs> that. Uh, like most of the stories that atheists typically use were things that actually were really based off of the old Testament. Some of the books back then, like, yeah, a lot of New Testament books that sound like other books that were written before the New Testament was written. But the reason why that's the case is because they were based off of things that happened in the Old Testament, which the book those books were written long before any of those books were. I mean, we could go through examples. It's, it's, it's pretty well documented. Um, omnipotence and... Zero percent factual information. That's funny. That tell me one. Facts, tell me one fact, specifically like even like historical fact in the Bible that has been disproven, and I will believe you. And you can't because it's not true. See, my my petty one is in Job where it talks about how ostriches <clears throat> trample on their young on accident and they're fast and they dig their heads in the stand and it's like. So, and I also, it also says that the ostrich is faster than a horse and its rider. So horses are faster than ostriches, but then you put a rider on and it's, and ostriches are faster than horses. I thought that was very interesting. So there's at least some facts. <laughs> Where did he get the 2.5 million deaths by God? Maybe like, if did they actually the... go through the entire Bible sure and add not. up all the deaths between like battles and different things? I think not, but. Cause man, that's a pretty precise number. If so you maybe. spent, the, if you actually did that, and you just spent that time going through all those my numbers instead of just looking at the numbers, if you actually just maybe read the verses around that, I don't know. You might might actually had a good result. But maybe that's deaths by the devil ten. So, I don't know where the devil like directly killed people. Yeah, that's what I'm trying to think. Uh, my favorite is the unicorns. One percent. I feel like yeah. that's too much unicorn. Yeah, where's the unicorn at? It's it's in one of the psalms. Oh, but oh, bigotry, sexism, and xenophobia, eighty-eight percent. Actual morality, four percent. Hey, we got something. That's yeah, it's better than zero. It's probably like the beatitudes or something. You got more than omnipotence. The Sermon on the Mount is the actual morality. Um, and religion should not be taken internally <clears throat> or seriously. Uh, if Christ living in you means 
it necessitates that you take it internally and seriously. And I, I do fear that some people take it very externally, that it's very much, this is what my parents have done, or it makes me feel better. It's nice to go to church, all that type of stuff. But then once you leave church, it means nothing to you. It's supposed to be etern- internal. It's supposed to be something that has truly changed your heart. So, yeah. Yeah, that one, that one got me, got some emotional whiplash from me when I read it. Let's put some time on that meme. Yeah. But yeah, so <laughs> we that's a pretty long opening, but we've got a lot more memes to go through, so we're going to uh, get prepared, and we'll be right back with some more for you. Hope you're enjoying. See you in a bit. So we are back with some more memes. We're, we're excited. Charlie, you ready? I'm ready. All right, let's get it. So our next meme, very plain, but uh, it's got some questions for us. Don't like gay marriage? Don't get one. Don't like abortion? Don't have one. Don't like birth control? Don't use it. Don't like sex? Don't have it. Don't like porn? Don't watch it. If you don't like something, then just don't do it. It's that simple. Stop trying to control other people's lives just because it conflicts with your religion. People matter. Beliefs don't. There's some hot takes in that. Piping hot. That's why they wrote them in red. Yeah. <laughs> All the questions are written in like white ink and the responses are written in red. For yeah. those that are curious. Well, <clears throat> interesting. Yeah. Wow. I'm, like, I'm going to start off with the porn one. We've already addressed that. But porn literally is fueled by modern day trafficking slavery so if you're gonna say that just just because i don't watch porn part of the reason <clears throat> i don't is because it donates to this industry so if you're saying that yeah just watch porn because it's okay it's like not only does it change your brain chemistry and all these other things like that's just that is so bad to me like um that bothers me a lot. essentially what they're saying is these these stereotypical things that christians don't like you should just don't do if you don't like it then don't do it but don't use your religion as the justification for you not doing it if you don't like it just don't do it because you just don't like it not yeah. because there's any particular reason for it yeah so um, that's it's an interesting message yeah and, and it, like does this mean that there's no <clears throat> ethical standards or moral standards because part of the reason that christians i mean for the most part are very much pro-life is on the basis of that that child is not a uh it, it has its own life yeah so that the reason <clears throat> that we like we are called eyes to this issue is not because we just hate the women who have these children or anything or who have the children inside of them or anything but it's because we think that child deserves to live to have the opportunity right. at life um so that's an ethical thing that's it's the not, thing yeah you, know, you can <laughs> I mean, are our ethics ultimately based off of scripture? Yes, but I, you know, if, if I'm being honest, if I tried to trace ethics back to their origin, I would say that they came from God. <laughs> I mean, that's it's the start of all things I good and too. evil. And then the death, what like the person who ultimately defined right and wrong was God. So like, I mean, yeah. that. But you know, that's my belief. Either way, right? If I even 
they're essentially just asking me to take that out of the equation. Yeah. That's what they're, it's obviously somebody who is very fed up with Christians saying these things, yeah. but I mean, I could, I could remove, like you said, I could remove God from the reasons why I don't like these things. And I could still come up with probably very valid reasons why I would still not yeah. support them. It like bothers me. Like I could put in <clears throat> in white in this text and be like, don't, don't like cannibals or don't like eating people. Don't be a cannibal. Like I, <laughs> of course I have a problem with that. I don't think people should be cannibals. Are you saying that I shouldn't speak out against cannibalism? I, I don't know. Um, and then the concluding line, people matter, beliefs don't. But the fact that like you can <laughs> share this and you can speak out on your beliefs, but then you're telling Christians not to speak out on theirs. It's like, I mean, it's a little, it's a bit of hypocrisy is kind of sprinkled in there. Yeah. It's like, yeah, I can tell you not to talk about your beliefs while sharing my beliefs, but you can't. Welcome to this. Welcome to society today. Oh. I can tell you what I like, but you can't tell me what you like because it's not the same as what I like. Oof. Therefore, you're wrong. So and I don't think this one is real. very fair. I don't like this one. No, yeah. <laughs> it's just all around not fair. Yeah. Do you like House? Have you watched House? I've watched like a couple episodes. Yeah. I've never really watched. I had friends that loved house i watched season one <clears throat> and seizures really freaked I know me what it's out about. yeah seizures freaked me out so i was able to get through more of it but i thought the show was overall pretty well but apparently house is like a hardcore atheist and the guy who plays him is a hardcore atheist oh, so this is one of the quotes from the show uh it says boyd don't know who that is i don't remember <laughs> if he's a main character or not but he says god's asking for our trust you can't love somebody and not trust them and house's <laughs> response is trust has to be earned you can't trust somebody hiding in a closet. Well, I agree. Trust has to be earned. Mm -hmm. Fair. He did it on the cross. <clears throat> I don't understand why. That's like why that, that's an argument that you're making back to that. It's like, well, trust has to be earned. Like, well, yeah. That's. And of all people, like as much as House knows about medicine, the way he treats people so <clears throat> derogatorily and terribly, it's yeah. like. Do you really place yourself in this position? Smart scholar. <laughs> to be, do you put yourself in this position to be a moral arbiter of what is true and what is false? Um, That's the thing. Is like, like you said. I mean, what has God not done that would have earned our trust? Like, right? Like, what else could you ask for God? Like, he ultimately gave His Son to die for us. Like, yes. I mean, loved us throughout all time. Yes. Unlike the like we talked about with the Greek gods, right? It's not like, you know, we can't ever achieve to be in the same plane of peace with the gods. No, God is saying, you know, from the moment man fell, God was like, I'm going to do everything that I can to get them back to me again mm -hmm. and set that plan in motion from the beginning. Yeah. And and now we're, we're living in that plan, right? So that someday we will have the opportunity to be back with him again forever. For sure. It's like, why would you not? Like what, what, what has he not done? I guess it's the classic argument of like, you know, if God existed, you know, why would Hitler have existed? Or, you know, why wouldn't he interact with, you know, mm -hmm. any kind of big bad event that occurred throughout history is what I'm assuming he's basing that on like the classic stereotypical, you know, if God really existed or if God really cared, then X or Y would have happened or X or Y would not have happened. So, <clears throat> but 
I'm assuming that's where he's getting that from. Yeah. Uh, I'm assuming it's the same kind of basis is where he's pulling that out of. That's an interesting discussion. Um, we actually talked about that recently in a class that I was a part of where we were talking about prayer and, and people often will use that excuse, you know, if God really existed, then why does he never answer my prayers? Um, and that's, again, it's another long collection of class on that. Actually, yeah, podcast that would be good. So, and oh, I don't know. <laughs> uh, God's not hiding. See, can you go find <clears throat> pretty much all i have to say to that um all right so we got classic white catholic jesus and he's got a bunch of kids in his lap and like a pharisee sitting here uh and it's got the meme format so you know it's supposed to be fun he's got a pharisee stroking his beard he does yeah he's very contemplating it might be nicodemus uh he (laughs) says it's quite simple my father, who is also me, impregnated a virgin, and I became human. <laughs> then I sacrificed myself to save you from myself. Uh, no. Have you watched Lutheran satire? No. That's modalism, Patrick. <laughs> okay. Jesus, Jesus is God. Jesus is not the father. Okay. Impregnated a virgin. That's bad. Okay. Oh, no. That's not... Okay. Oh, no. No, no. And I became human, true. Then I sacrificed myself to save you from myself. Okay, you sacrificed, yes, on behalf of us, yes. Because God is just and God is wrathful against evil. So what we deserved was, what we deserved was God's wrath. He sacrificed himself to preserve us from that. Yes, I. But I don't. God is saving us from evil. I don't understand. God's not evil. He's not saving us from evil he's saving us from what we deserve what we're justice <clears throat> from death i guess but yeah. like death only exists because of evil evil yeah, sure. like death i don't think death existed before <laughs> i mean that's kind of got, like when, when abel's the first person to die and god's response in that is basically like well, Cain, what am I like? Well, not like necessarily. What am I supposed to do now? But like, he, he is crying out to me, and his, I can hear his spirit crying out to me. Mm-hmm. Like, this was not supposed to happen, Cain. Like, like, man is basically terrible. Man screwed up, and now we we face the punishment, mm-hmm. one of which is ultimate death. But then again, God's like, no, but I will save you from that because again, like we just said, man fell. Right, and the results of our evil was death, ultimately, mm-hmm. which means separation from God. But God's like, I can save you from that, though. Mm-hmm. I'm going to do everything I can to save you from that by sending His Son to save us from that. Yep. So He's not He's not saving us from Himself. He's saving us from from death, which He is saving us from Himself. I don't know. You don't think He's saving us from the Father? Because death is as a result of our sin and the end. I think of he's saving us from almost like ourselves then though. I think that's true, but also like God has every right to be angry against oh, us. For we sure. might disagree about this. You know? He has every right, but he's not because he loves he's us. He's not angry? No. I'm saying like Ooh. God doesn't want to kill us. No. That's what I'm saying. Yes. Like God God's not actively sitting there choosing because if he did, he would have just destroyed the world. Yeah, after we I agree. I, I just think that <clears throat> God's... instead God chose to love us despite of the fact that we did mess up. Yeah, 
and now offers us a way of salvation. I think also because God is so perfectly just, he can't just let <clears throat> us get away with whatever we do. And I mean, that's, that's, the that's point true too. Yeah. Yeah. So. But ultimately, again, that's because of our own decision, not for sure. God's decision. We might be just talking past each other. Yeah. We, we probably don't. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't, I don't, because I don't think like, I, I, I can't, I can't see God as someone that wants to, like, I don't think God gets enjoyment out of sending people to hell. Well, scripturally, no, he doesn't. He, he doesn't enjoy so, to see the, the perishing of the wicked. Again, otherwise, like, yeah. why would he offer us a plan of salvation if he liked that? Yeah. And ultimately the whole reason why that even has to happen is because we done messed up. Mm-hmm. So really, it's our fault. I don't know. I guess it depends on which way we're looking at it. That's true. I'm going. I feel like I'm going deeper behind it. Like, okay, at the end of the day, God is the judge. So I guess He is the one that get that chooses which direction that we fall in. Mm-hmm. But the only reason why He even has to do that to begin with is because we it's because we screwed up. Yeah. Because before there was no choice. We we lived with God. We were one in the garden. When he walked among us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Rip those times. But we're going back to it someday. It's the whole point. Better. Going to. Okay. I, <laughs> I mean, if you live your life right. Yeah. But the, the basis of the meme where it starts that my father, who is also me, that's an ancient heresy that's been condemned. So it's modalism. It's not true. So that's an interesting one. I guess they're getting oh, that no. from also just it's the miss. Well, it's supposed to be funny. I just I understand being funny. I also just don't like being misrepresented. That's my bigger issue. Is if you want to be funny, you should actually mis or actually represent your opinion. He impregnated a virgin. Oh boy, yeah. But if she was impregnated, doesn't that mean she wouldn't be a virgin? All right, it's got. <laughs> Man, is this is this OxyClean? I can't. It's it, OxyClean, right? Is that Billy Mays? I think it so. It like kind of doesn't look like him, but also it's probably just because I haven't seen Billy Mays. In a it's also very long blurry. time. R.I.P. Billy Mays. Yeah. It says Jesus loves you unconditionally, uh, and then it's got the asterisk. Terms and conditions apply. See Bible for details. God does love you unconditionally. Um, the the basis really is do you love god <laughs> yikes so it's not based upon like that that's one of the things we've been going through first john a lot so it's on my mind but the way we know we love like god loved us from the beginning loved us while we were enemies still loves us even while we are his enemies if you haven't turned to him yet but <clears throat> you show you love god by keeping his commandments yep. And on the other hand, on the flip side, if you do not love God, you do not inherit life. You do go to a place separated from him. That is hell. Um, so, yeah, that's a bad meme. <laughs> that's funny. The terms and conditions of do you love the Lord back. There yeah. you go. That's that's funny. No, it's again, I, I, I just it, it comes from this, this. is why we're doing a podcast on hell at some point. Yeah. And next okay. season. Is because I feel like so many people look at that and they just they can't get past it. Like they just can't get past that idea. For sure. Like we talked about again. One, God does not enjoy sending anybody there. Two, the reason why it exists to begin with is because He loves us. Because I mean, it. it I, I, to me, to me, it makes sense. But I guess I don't know. If, if you've never read the Bible, yeah. 
and you don't really understand it and you hear about like this idea of hell with absolutely no context or understanding of of god or who god is as a whole mm-hmm. yeah it's scary even as a christian the idea of it's scary mm-hmm. but yeah if you just i don't know i feel like it's just misinterpretation of it. for it's sure just, it's just a misunderstanding of it so yeah it's like the other meme i i think the the really the word we're looking for is hermeneutics yeah. how you understand and how you interpret the bible and because our worldview comes from this position of here is what i believe who god is how do i line this thing up with scripture i it, it all makes sense to me and a world without him makes zero sense to me and coming in coming at it from a completely opposite direction where none of this makes sense this book is irrelevant your beliefs are irrelevant all this type of stuff uh it makes us talk past each other and i think that's why it's important for us to um have a really good grasp of what we do actually believe and have conversations with people we disagree with. So, yeah. Oh man. All these right. Are, so I just hope that these memes were not created by Christians who left the faith and became atheists. Oh, we have a couple of those coming up. Oh, do we really? On TikTok, yeah. Oh no. That's going to hurt my heart. That's, that's just, it's just somewhat like the idea of like, you knew that, like, you know, the Bible, like you actually know the Bible. You just, I just can't see how you can believe that. And it's not just because you just didn't actually understand. Yeah. Maybe that was a failure on the people around your part. I don't know. Oh, well. uh, All right. <clears throat> Atheists won't pray for you. <laughs> they will call the doctor. Oh, yeah. Snap. Get them. Get wrecked, Christians. Oh, I taking, will do both. <laughs> taking a jab. That's don't so funny. Don't use jab. Oh. (laughs) Guys, you don't take medicine because God will deliver you. I actually have known Christians that do. Yeah, that's not good. That's not good. So, unfortunately, it's fair. (laughs) There's some fairness to that. It's like, I do know people who who do feel that way. All right. This guy, Sam something. He says, apology for what? If you are truly a genuine born again and you fundamentally consistently fail to pay your tithes when you are earning a steady income and you expect to spend eternity in heaven where you think that the money to complete your mansion in heaven comes, be informed that your tithes and offerings play a fundamental role in advancing your prosperity here on earth but contribute significantly in guaranteeing your heavenly home. Okay, so first of all, that's a run-on sentence. Yes. Okay. All right. Maybe it's not. Maybe English is a second language. Yeah, maybe. I'm just saying. So I don't know if this guy is an atheist or if this guy's like if yeah, he just took a, a picture of like or a, a screenshot because it seems like this guy is genuinely saying that the money that you place in the tray on Sunday morning or whenever you take it, uh, whenever you give it, you take it and uh, that builds the mansion in heaven. And the only and okay, I don't, consistently fail to pay your tithes when you are earning a steady income. I need to read this again. It's a lot. Yeah, if you are if you are truly a genuine born again, and you fundamentally consistently failed to pay your tithes when you are earning a steady income, and you expect to spend eternity in heaven, where you where do you think the money to complete your mansion in heaven comes from? Or comes be informed that your tithes and offering play a fundamental role in advancing your prosperity here 
on earth, but contributes significantly to guaranteeing your heavenly home. Yeah, yeah. So it Come is. Come on, you, man. The, your offering. Your, your offering builds, builds your, your house. Mansion. All right. So that's just like sick meme. This this was this guy is not a Christian. <clears throat> I can't tell <laughs> either if this guy is a Christian or if he's like a prosperity he's, gospel Christian and an atheist so, posted this to make fun of him. Yeah, might as well be an atheist. If you're, yeah, if, pretty much. That's that is the dumbest thing I've ever seen. Like, don't listen to this guy. Okay. That's why Joel Osteen had all that money in the walls, man. I do have a funny Joel Osteen one coming. We can both laugh at All right. Why do people pray after a disaster? Hasn't God just made it abundantly clear that he doesn't give a... um, i got to come up with a different word. Give a peanut brittle. I don't know. Um, We're just going to go ahead. And a picture of a tornado and a lightning bolt in the background. Epic. Go ahead and say say that we're praying for the people and... Kentucky infected uh, with the tornadoes last night. So we are very prayerful for y'all and hope that you're staying safe. Um, Why do we pray for people after a disaster? Um, Because we want the people who are still living. We don't want them to be haunted by that trauma. Um, We want God to continue to help with the cleaning up efforts. And it's not like, you know, there's opportunities for us to now serve the peop- the communities up there in Kentucky, Illinois, yeah. that we can be, uh, we can send money to help them and encourage them and all that type of stuff. Um, so, yes, life is terrible and it is full of a bunch of ups and downs and natural disasters and unnatural, all kinds of things happen, but it's kind of the point. Yeah. It's straight up. I mean, if, if life was just absolutely fantastic and beautiful and wonderful, then there would be no need for heaven or anything to come after yeah. and that again that's the same that's the same thing we were talking about earlier like the idea of like if god existed then you know how do bad things happen which is it's a whole conversation of itself but yeah. it happened in, just man some people that make these statements yeah. bold, bold bold statements friends it happened to jesus so <clears throat> this one also triggered me it's blunt. <laughs> so hits blunt <laughs> How in the world did Jesus find people named Matthew, Mark, Luke, John, and Paul in the middle? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, it's so good. Okay. (laughs) All right. Oh, that is absolutely fantastic. (laughs) I'm assuming the place we're coming from here is you believe that Islam has been in, in the Middle East for forever. So we're not going to, we're going to act like Matthew, Mark, Luke, John, and Paul are not, or Luke is a Gentile name. The rest of them are very typical Jewish names in the first century. Uh, they're not originally English names. Oh, it's so uh, good. Yeah. So you hit the blunt. You did because almost you're like, not smart. That's just not a, that's not an intelligent comment to make. It's almost <laughs> like. England and English people were heavily influenced by the Bible and named their kids after people in the Bible. Yeah, I I just, I can't. (laughs) This one, like, again, hurt my feelings. I was just like, did you do any research? That's so funny. That is, that's the the funniest one so far. So far. All right. This one is funny. When God calls you to be a prophet, but you thought he said, make a prophet. It's Joel Osteen. Agreed. I thought we would, yeah, I thought we'd just 100%. make fun of that one. So. Get wrecked, Joel. Yeah. What, a, what a fantastic picture. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Looks like a gopher. <laughs> <laughs> oh, All right. man. This one is also one we can kind of laugh at. 
what if a Catholic priest were just to bless the entire ocean? Would it turn the entire thing into holy water, or do priests have an effective blessing range? <laughs> Does that range increase based upon your level? Ocean. Can the Pope bless the entire ocean? Good yes, question. Can. I can't can help anything. you. <laughs> the Pope can do anything. The Pope can do anything. All right, so Charlie's a heretic. <laughs> the Pope can bless the ocean. I thought that was funny. Uh, I don't know. Game. I don't have an answer. I just thought I could say this one to laugh at. Just. Um, all the right. catechism is, is going to come out with a revised version with the blessing range. <laughs> I would love to see that. That's hilarious. Yeah, we got we to gotta figure out that range. All right. <laughs> we have the classic Batman. If they all held their hands and simultaneously blessed the ocean. There's one Pope. If they all linked with the Pope. <laughs> it's like in Eternals at the end of... Uh, spoiler alert, you don't see Eternals when they had to form the Unimind. The Catholic. Is the, the Catholic Church are the Eternals. Oh no! The priests, the cardinals, the bishops, the Pope—they're all. Snap! We figured it out. Yeah. All right. So we have Batman <laughs> slapping Robin, and it says, "Without God," or Robin <laughs> is saying, "Without God, there is no morality." And then Batman slaps him, saying, "Churches harbor pedophiles." Oh. Maybe the Catholic Church. Oh, I'm sorry. That was Whoa. Weird. Well, if your church harbors a pedophile, your church needs to repent. Yep. That's like that. If someone does something awful to a child, Jesus said something, a little something, a little ditty about tying a millstone to their neck and throwing them into the ocean. So, um, that's uh, not a good one. It's not good. So. <laughs> Well, that's that's all the memes I have. Do you enjoy those, Charlie? Ah, <clears throat> oh, man, there were some funny ones. There were some sad ones. Then there were ones where, again, I just hope that that wasn't like a former Christian that yeah. fell away. And it's just like, man, just a lot of misunderstanding. All right. It's it's hard. As much as I try to like, you know, see it from their point of view, sometimes it's tough. But for sure. Sometimes I can see it and be like, okay, I understand. Like with concepts like hell, it's tough. It's, that's a tough concept. But, you know, I'm like trying to think of it from a turn, from a way where like, okay, if I didn't have any other context or know the Bible at all. But some of these, man, you ain't even got to know the Bible. Yeah. <laughs> uh. So, I, and I, like, I would even say this, if you're going to make a Christian <clears throat> meme, I think they're funny. But I also think that, we have to be fair enough to accurately represent too. So, yep. oh well. And they're stabbing. They're they're taking stabs at every. Like they're they're using Christians or, or the Bible or the Christianity is very generic to, to represent all. Yeah. We're like some of the statements that they made are fair for like certain religious groups, sure, but like the. Just because one religious group or someone that identifies as a Christian believes that does not mean that the rest of Christians in the world also believe and agree with that. I mean, For sure. We're supposed to have one one mind, but... We're not very good at that. No. Um, but yeah. Uh, so that is going to... So we're done with at least just regular picture memes, I guess. Uh, and now we're going to... We're going to have Charlie watch some TikToks and see the how... true modern he... <laughs> take on memes in meme culture. I guess not really Vine. 
TikTok's just a new vine. It's longer. So we're going to have Charlie react to some of those, and we'll, we'll see how that looks. Uh, we'll be right back. Facebook, but it's the TikTok format. Um, but Charlie's going to be listening to these. I've done a little bit of research on them, so I'll give my own reaction. But Charlie's going to be reacting to these pretty much uh, as we go. Raw. So yeah, raw. Live. So um, for you, for we the are, audience, we are including the audio for y'all to also hear. You can go back and listen to them if, if you would like those as well. Um, so this is this is uh, an interesting one. This this lady is talking about a guy has commented. Uh, that basically the reason he believes in Jesus is because of the resurrection. So she's basically saying uh, the resurrection doesn't prove anything, essentially. All right. I've gotten a lot of comments like this on my video about knowing your religion is the correct religion. This just happens to be the most recent one. Sorry. So let's talk about some of the resurrection myths that are older than Jesus's. Dionysus descended into hell and was reborn. Addis, bled to death, was reborn after three days, and his blood redeemed the earth. His worshippers celebrated salvation from death. Osiris died and was resurrected, and he ascended into heaven. Horus came back from the dead. Shiva cut off Ganesha's head, but Pavardi convinced him to bring him back to life. Krishna is accidentally killed by a hunter, but then comes back to life and ascends to heaven. Tammuz was killed, but then resurrected. Mithra was a son of a human virgin. His birth was also on December 25th. He was seen by shepherds and magi. He performed miracles and had 12 disciples. He died, was put into a tomb, and ascended to heaven. The spring equinox is when they celebrated his ascension. His followers believed that in the last days, the battle between good and evil would consume the world. The righteous would be saved, and the others would go to hell. Yeah, well, um, <clears throat> Aslan also died, and he was raised again. Harry Potter was <laughs> killed, and he was raised again. Oh, no. Harry Potter. Well... Are you are you unconvinced about Christianity? Well, she's the I'm I've, I'm no longer a Christian. Okay. The next podcast will be my deconstruction. There you go. Um, <clears throat> you know, we talked about this before. Half of those that she talked about, or some of them, they you know, the stories came out before the time of Jesus. Fair. Cool. It's almost like the idea of the Savior coming and dying and raising again was prophesied about in the Old Testament and has been a theme in the Bible the whole time. No way. I even think like just the general fact that humans have always been struggling with how do we cope and how do we understand death? So having a God overcome death, yeah, every religion is going to have that. Like doesn't blow my mind. Or and those are so. all, that's, that's, they're all based off the Bible, man. <laughs> the, like goodness gracious. All the I, all, none of those stories came out at any point in time before any, not necessarily any, but before 
some portion of the Old Testament had already been written and was well documented. Only one I think might be Krishna. It's Buddhism. Krishna. Mm-hmm. Was that pre? Buddhism was. Pre-Genesis? Mm-hmm. Or I guess it would have been pre-Moses, but like pre-the stories in Genesis? Oh, uh, pre-the stories in Genesis? No. That's a fair point. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. After it's written, yes, but pre-the stories, no. That's fair. Genesis goes all the way back to the beginning. The beginning, that's true. So, that's fair. It's almost like the whole idea in Genesis was man died and God is going to raise us again. I'm saying so. I, I did a little bit of research in this. I love studying religions and Greek myths and all that type of stuff. So I did a little bit of research into some of the things that she brought up. Um, she brought up Dionysus, who went to the underworld to save his mom. So yeah, um, she said Addis in the TikTok. Um, I did. I tried to look into that. I have no idea who that is. I've never heard of him. The internet does not seem to have known of him. Well, so obviously, it's someone that died and raised again, Alexander. Well, I, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna act like she's <clears throat> ignorant. I, maybe she has an example. I'm gonna keep doing research. I just. I did not hear about this when I was looking into it. Um, Osiris, he did die. He was killed by his brother Set, cut into pieces, and then Isis puts them back together. Uh, Horus dies via stor- scorpion sting. Cool. The story about Shiva and Ganesh is correct. Krishna was killed by a hunter. Mm-hmm. Um, but she brings up Mithra at the end. And she like Mithra is not even close to Jesus. Like that's a really ultra skeptical position. Uh, December twenty fifth is never mentioned as Jesus' birthday yeah. in scripture. <clears throat> Neither is it mentioned as Mithra's as scripture. It's almost like the whole idea of December twenty fifth came from a pagan holiday. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Okay, so the Catholic you- Church was like ours yeah if if you want to celebrate <laughs> december 25th as jesus birthday i have no qualms about go it at it. all go for it eat your heart out but it's not traditionally something that every christian needs to believe or every christian no believes. and let's just be real the, the idea that christians who celebrate that actually believe that he was born on, the, on december 25th pretty outdated. it's pretty outdated yeah. <laughs> like i i don't actually know the people that i do know that celebrate it that as that like I, none of them if you actually were like you know he wasn't actually born on december 25th none of them would come back and be like really no. i thought he was like <laughs> you know, it's, again it's if you go back to the origins it's a day the catholic church was like ah we don't want pagans celebrating yule yeah so we'll put a our stamp on it and make it ours the, the birthday of jesus all right yeah. boom sure so, so whatever okay um <clears throat> So the big problem I also have with her comment is not only this idea of, okay, humans have been trying to cope and understand death. Cool. Yeah, that's a big one for me. But also uh, the <clears throat> his, the historical reliability of these other yep. things. Uh, Jesus' resurrection and overcoming of death, I believe that is historically reliable, especially his very public death that is recorded in people like Tacitus and Josephus. Um, I believe that there's good reason to trust the New Testament as historically reliable. Um, the tomb was found empty, mm-hmm. the spread of Christian faith, Charlie mentioned that earlier, as well as the change in the culture, because something happened at Golgotha where a man died that day, and then something happened three days later, and it changed not just Jewish culture, but the world fundamentally forever. It would have fizzled out. That's yeah. the thing. Oh, yeah. Like, we even see that by the apostles, man. They go, they just go fishing. They go back to their normal life after Jesus dies. Like... What motivation would they have had to to go back to yeah. being an apostle? Like, there was none. There was nothing. They saw Jesus. Yeah. They were He's cowards. back. Yeah. The king returned. I don't know. And the fact that she's basically saying, 
because there are so many stories of people dying and raising again. Therefore, obviously, Jesus is his fake because there's other stories that have this in there too. Yeah. Or so I don't know. Great logic, fantastic logical reasoning. I don't know. I want. Hopefully, someone has mercy on her. I, I I genuinely hope that you know she does a little bit more research, a little bit more uh, digging into this, because they just they aren't the same. Any resurrection story and myths are not the same as what we claim in the Christian resurrections. Resurrection I, I just, story. There are so many other things you can find the hypocrisy in that, where it's like there are historical records that you've read and that you believe is absolute fact. That stories have been written and based upon the things that happened in that story, and because all those stories are written based off of that. It doesn't disprove that historical event from happening. Yeah. Like, I don't know. Like, maybe, maybe she's just talked to a lot of Christians who don't know what they're talking about. And I mean, especially she was responding to someone who responded to her TikTok. So she obviously cares about it. Yeah. So a lot. Yeah. Oh, well. Hopefully. Good for you, Christian, though, bringing up the resurrection. Resurrection. Responding. Very important. Um, Okay. So here we go. We have another one. This is a uh, this is an interesting one. So this guy is responding to a comment on his TikTok that says, "Maybe if you didn't live in a bubble, maybe you'd know that there are people in this world that are pure evil." Wait, yeah, okay. Pardon the reflection, but you get the gist. I have been to six different countries, one of which being Iraq. You want to know what one part of our job was? Escorting EODs so that we could find and dispose of IEDs that were planted not for us, but for each other. Because they all had the same religion, but they disagreed on how many times you should pray each day. The problem with religion is that it can convince people that evil deeds are actually the will of God. And it is no longer an evil deed. It is now a righteous one. Do I even need to bring up the Spanish Inquisition, the Crusades, etc.? Religion is not a deterrent from evil. It is a justification for it. Religion poisons everything. Ah, the age old. If religion didn't exist, then wars would never happen. They would Iconic. Oh man. There's never been a war in history that wasn't fought over religion. Well, I brought, obviously. I got the statistics here, so. Um so oh, you do? Yeah. So what do you <laughs> what do you have uh what what are your initial thoughts? <clears throat> uh he's not alone in that opinion. That's definitely one that's been shared by a lot of people. Um isn't that isn't that kind of what the song Imagine is by John Lennon. Yeah, kind of like yeah. the world would be a better place basically without no religion. religion. Sure. Um, it, sad. Is he wrong that like a lot of the wars that are going on, like a, a lot, there have been several wars throughout history that were fought because of religion? Mm-hmm. No, hundred percent correct. That has definitely happened. But to say that that in some way means that that Christianity is bad, or that Christianity isn't true. That Christianity itself is evil, or is is, is Christianity is what caused evil? It's a, it's a big statement that we've yeah. already kind of addressed, anyways. Where it's, I mean, a bit. I don't know. He's basically saying man's not inherently evil. It's religion that man that religion that made man evil. Yeah. Um. So my thoughts first of all initially are like he kind of dismisses, oh, these Muslims are killing each other because they disagree on how many times a day they should pray. If there is an almighty God out there who demands that you pray these times of the day. Um, I think that they should do that. That that sounds pretty smart to me. Naturally, I'm not Muslim and I don't agree with that. Um, But I do think it's awful that they are killing each other. Um, That's obviously wrong. 
Now, my, <clears throat> of course, my big qualm with this is, okay, people use Christ and Christianity to justify yeah. these things, but is that what Christ taught? Yep. And that's where the struggle comes. Because if you say, if the people who incited the Inquisition, when they get to El Pearly Gates, they're not going to be able to be like, Jesus, I conquered the Native Americans for you. He's going to be like, no, that is not you what I asked You the Native Americans for gold. Yeah, for yourself. Okay? <laughs> so, that, like, that's, they can justify it all they want to. They were wrong. Um, the whole idea of the Crusades. Yeah. He said, convince people uh, that the evil deeds are righteous, making it no longer evil, bringing up the Crusades, Inquisition, etc. Um, my first question, again, if I were talking with them, would be what constitutes what is moral versus immoral and just versus unjust? That would, you know, as an actual question. I don't know. Um, secondly, he says, broadly, religion <clears throat> is a way for some, but Christianity like genuinely flips every notion about what you think about love and how you justify love and how you justify hatred, it flips us on its head. That if you hate anybody because they're from a different nation or a different race than you or a different sexual orientation, anyone, if you or hate people, you pray cannot a different number of times or they pray a different you. you cannot hate them. Yeah. That is, you are not a Christian. That is literally you talking about first John again. That is what first John says. If you um, say that you are in the light. Yeah. So people can claim they were acting in accordance to God's will. They weren't because he made it pretty clear and pretty obvious for us. Um, I think that if you kind of make those assumptions without opening the Bible and seeing that, I think you know, that's, that's not very fair either. Um, also, the uh, Encyclopedia of War. There's been 1,700, a little bit over 1,700 war wars and history. And according to the Encyclopedia of War, out of all of those, 6% of them are considered religious, huh. and 3% of them Check are me. considered Christian. Yeah, that's all I'm saying. <laughs> so, oh man. Like, that that's not a Christian source, that is a just historical plain source by itself. So this, this claim that Christianity caused all this violence, all this stuff, people do abuse religion. And they've abused all sorts of terrible things, or sorts of good things to do terrible things. Um, you know, some of the ways that we've used technology, which is a good thing, we use it to abuse people all the time. So that there's problems with that. We have to understand that it's not <clears throat> religion, and certainly not Christian faith, that is poisoning everything. Yeah. It's people who are. And that's the need for us to be redeemed and to be born again. So, I, I hate that he feels that way about yeah, religion. Yeah, me too. Unfortunately, he's not alone. Yeah. And it, does he have like some justification in believing that based off of what people have done throughout history in the name of religion or in the name of God? Sure, there have been some people that have done some really awful things in the name of God. Mm -hmm. um, but, <laughs> I mean, again, like if you look at what they did and you look at the character of God throughout the Bible not the character that atheists have defined it in their memes. But like, if you look at what actually, how, how God actually lived, like you said, with his ultimate idea of love, it, it tears, it tears it apart. And, and no true Christian is going to agree with what that person did or the war that nope. they fought. If it was based off of some sort of hatred and I don't know, you've got Israel but they had direct command from God to do so because it was God bringing his judgment upon those nations and was using Israel. Yeah, You've got the nations that 
the powers that rose <clears throat> throughout the time of the Old Testament, again, that God gave them specific purpose to bring about judgment. Um, but since then, nothing. Um, I don't know. I, I, I hate that he feels that way. Me too. I really do. Oh, boy. All right. <clears throat> All right. So we're going to watch this video about Paul. Because no one likes Paul. Everyone be hating on Paul. So this lady is responding to a comment on her TikTok that says, Paul was a serial killer. You're taking the definition of love from a serial killer? And this is how she continues. I am so glad you brought this up. I feel like this is not talked about enough. Paul was a serial killer. And he specifically targeted Christians. And then one day he has this crazy hallucination, goes blind for a while, and then starts preaching what he says is the word of Christ, even though most of the things he preaches never came from Christ. And I just wonder, what would we do today in modern society if a man who was famous for killing Christians decided to turn his life around and start preaching the word, how many Christians would actually follow him? Like, we would throw him in prison, no matter what his religious beliefs were, because he was killing Christians. And Christians see Paul as such a great guy. I mean, they tend to quote Paul more than they quote Jesus. They're <laughs> a serial killer. And they're propping him up as righteous because he had a dream. Oh, this is just like the Abraham arguments that people make. Of course Paul was a killer. <laughs> Duh. That's the point. It's almost like that was the point. That was the purpose. Paul, excuse me, Saul at the time, an incredibly broken man, incredibly zealous for God, just under a different law. God said, I can use you in my kingdom. I... I love this idea oh, of so we have Paul <clears throat> who killed these Christians. Yeah. 100%. And when the day when Paul died and he went up to heaven and everybody is excited to see him there. That is the reality of the gospel. So everybody who Paul murdered <laughs> that were following Christ they were excited to see him there. Yep. So this is yes, the gospel is scandalous. And if someone if if a guy was a serial killer in our modern day and he was just went around stabbing people and finally turned himself in, he's like, I turned my life over to Christ and he goes to jail. He, you're right. He deserves to go to jail for the rest of his yeah. life. And he's going to serve his time because that's what he's supposed to do. But you know what happens in the end? Yeah, he's justified. And, every, and Christians who know that this guy has come to Christ, they should be going and visiting him in prison. Praise that man. For yes. That. Like, like, hallelujah. Like, hallelujah. good. <laughs> Thank the Lord. Like that's, that is fantastic. Like, I got, I've heard, you know, we've all heard stories of that happening yeah. and that is, that is beautiful and wonderful. And you know, like I don't, I don't know of any Christians that hate them. I've known people that, you know, haven't like, it wasn't necessarily murder, but you know, people who lived very bad lives before got into a lot of really bad things, got into a lot of trouble, turned their lives around and they can sometimes be some of the strongest Christians that you ever met. Yeah. And some of the perspective that they have is, is fantastic. And the advice they can give is just beautiful. Mm -hmm. And they, and they're such great people to be around. I'm so thankful for them. I cannot think of a single time where someone turned their life around and you were like, no. Mm. Yeah. I, I mean, no, 
I can see some Christians being overly judgmental. I've seen that clearly. Uh, so yeah, for there, sure. there would no doubt be some who would be like, no. And there was skepticism when Paul was There was skepticism. Converted. Yeah. Like, it's not, it's not like Paul was converted and everybody was like, we have a brother now. Yeah. People at first were like, no, what? Yeah. Like Ananias was like, yeah. are you, I have to go to who? Like, God, do you know who that is, right? Yeah. Like. So Paul's actions in his life were dedicated completely to the gospel until the day he died. So to assert, oh, we can't take anybody from this guy because he was a serial killer. We don't see him as that. Yeah. Because he acknowledges that. He calls himself, of all people, the worst sinner. Um, He was plagued by that. The rest of his life. Oh, absolutely. If you read his letters, like, he had some... He struggled with that. It's not like he ever justified the fact that he killed people. He never did. The only time that he talked about it was in, like, I was a terrible person. Like, I was so, so bad. Like, trust me, I was worse than any of you. And look, God, God, in his mercy and his love, look at what he did for me. This is what he'll do for you. Like, (sighs) so I, I, yeah, she, she has a very strong opinion about that. Again, I I think when we look at this, the picture of who Paul really was, um, she's going to see something different. It gets me like the whole time. I'm like, yeah, he was a serial. Yeah. I don't know if I'm a serial killer, but like. I mean, I guess, yeah, but like, it's yeah, state sponsored. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, Abraham was not always a great guy. Yeah, a lot of people in the Bible. I David, wasn't a good sure, person. Sure, David was not a great person. No. That's the point. Yeah. Of course. I'm he not going to disagree with you yeah. on that. Oh, humans are bad? Wow. Yeah, it's almost, Fooled yeah. me. Didn't know Again, it's almost like that's the whole point of the Bible. <laughs> if humans were perfect, there'd be no need. There'd be no need. All right. So we have another one from her. Oh, no. Yeah. Uh, And this one is, God is not love. God is not love. I'm ready for this. If God is love and love is patient, why did God condemn humanity after only one mistake? If God is love and love is kind, why did God commit genocide in a worldwide flood? If God is love and love does not envy, why is God a jealous God? If God is love and love is not self-seeking, why does God require worship? If God is love and love keeps no records of wrongs, why does hell exist? See, a lot of people like to use this Bible verse, love is patient, love is kind, love does not envy, does not boast at their weddings. And it's supposed to be this ultimate symbol of what true love really is. And yet the description of God's love looks nothing like that. And if you were to go out and show other people the love that God has shown humanity, you wouldn't be very liked. Well, Charlie is still recovering from that one, guys. I just, that's like a culmination of all the things that have just been like building to this. (laughs) Uh, Okay. I mean, we should do a podcast on this. We should. Pilgrim Song, a podcast on love. Yeah, man. So I was like, oh, come on, man. So I'm going to go ahead and just start touching on a couple of these. Genesis 3, why is God condemned? Because Yeah, she gives a Bible verse, by the yeah, way, yeah. and every time she... So she does Genesis 3, and, and that is, God cannot exist with sin. 
So God's condemnation of humanity at the beginning was the just thing to do. But of course, as we know, from the beginning, God, knowing we would fail, had a plan for things to come. So he's going to show his love despite our hatred of him. Um, and God still, you know, while he's no longer walking with man the same way, he still interacts with Adam and his family, gives them a line, all that type of stuff. So uh, mm -hmm. she also talks about God's punishment of people in the flood. I always, this story, since I heard this argument made so many times, it blows my mind. Because in right before this flood story, it talks mm -hmm. about how man's thoughts yep. was only continually, continually evil. And you guys have no problem with that? There's there's no issue with that? You're, you're mad at people murdering, but then when everyone is doing everything evil and all their thoughts and all their actions are evil, you're just like, ah, it's okay. So you have to choose one of them. You have to choose one of these options. Either you would rather God not be just and not punish people for what they do wrong, or you would rather, or God is just, and he, what he did in the flood was justified. It's hard for us because we are emotional and like, I understand it's hard. It's, it's a hard thing. for It's heavy. It there, is. There are some heavy ideas in the Bible. Very. But I trust <clears throat> that what God did on the ark or in, in the story of the flood was justified. Just like I believe the other things he does are, are justified. And it's not like he doesn't give humanity a way a out. Yeah. That's what kills he, me with all this he stuff. He was building an you ark for a hundred years. Literally, <laughs> like, it's not like Noah would have just kept the door shut from anybody that wanted to join. Yeah. Like, it was an open invite <laughs> to humanity. Like, I'm building a boat. I'm telling you, there's a flood coming. Turn your life around. Humanity says, no. <laughs> we don't care about God. Okay. Again, the same idea with hell. Like, we have a way out. That's the whole point. That's the whole point. Like, it's not, like I've said it before, like twice on this podcast, God does not want to send people to hell. Like, he does not get enjoyment out of that. Your whole life while you were here, that's the time for you to find your way out of that like uh, it's not like it's it'd be one thing like that it's the whole like he'd be like a greek god right he'd be just like zeus if he didn't off if if hell existed and there was no way for us to escape it yeah that would be terrible yeah. that is not a god that i would want to serve nope. but oh my god he gave his son to die so that we could have a way out of that yeah. like come on now like yeah. I get it. Like some of the ideas in the Bible, they are heavy. Like they are thick. There are thick things in there, and there are things that even I struggle. Like, don't get me wrong, I struggle with at times, like wrapping my mind around certain things. That there, there are just some things that I have to accept that I'm just not gonna fully understand. Like, and that's, and we're told that in Scripture. Like that's. Read Joe. I mean, like, come on. Like, there's just some things that, that we're just not going to be able to fully grasp and understand because God's mind is so much greater than ours. But yeah. it's not like, <sighs> I don't know. That's why trust is important because we don't know everything, but I do trust that God does. So that's why I rely trust on Trust has him. to be earned. Trust has to be earned. What does that mean? Oh, yeah. Yeah. The, the, he, the house, the house yeah, one. But I, I, he's earned my trust by far. So. It, yeah. It just, it just gets me. I don't know. Yeah. But fortunately, again. That's not like she's the only one that has that opinion. No. There are a lot of people that feel that way. Yeah. In fact, I mean, I feel like that's probably the biggest argument that I've heard in my life is just like, how can God exist? 
if these bad things also exist, how can a loving God have hell? Because it is. I know people that have fallen away because of they just could not get their mind behind that idea. That's the whole purpose of why a lot of like like a big movement in, in like modern Christianity today is almost this idea that like there's been religions that have been started about hell's not eternal. Yeah, yeah. Like with with people like uh, Billy Fudge and the whole the whole movement that he started with the idea of like, well, hell's not eternal because there's no way a loving God could send people to hell. You're right, he couldn't. Hell's not actually eternal. Or trying to come up with some reasoning behind a rationale behind it because man tries to explain it or man tries to understand it. Mm-hmm. But the whole thing is, is you're not going to fully understand it. But what you can understand is that. We messed up. God defined what the punishment for that was. Like when we separate our, ourselves from God, we opened up the idea of, of, of death, really. And I'm using death. Death is the idea of being separate from God. Yeah. Because like you said, God cannot have part in evil. Mm-hmm. So if you choose to live a completely evil life, then you can't be with God. If you could, then that completely destroys what God is. Like... He can't be like he, God and evil. It's like oil and water. You can't like they're not. You just you can't bring them together. It's the whole idea. Yeah. But he gives us every opportunity. That's like the best part about the Bible is is the love that he showed us and by giving us so many opportunities Again. to come back to him. I mean, it's just it just it breaks my heart. I don't know. It just if you want to get angry at God's flooding you have to think 100 years if you were told for 100 years this thing is happening and you don't turn you don't consider your ways you don't consider your actions you don't consider any of that and then you're mad at god at the end because of because you weren't on the boat um maybe you didn't you are not assessing your heart well enough so if you were alive today, then you have been given this chance to, if your life is, is messed up right now, if, if you were living wrong and you have a breath in your body, you, you still have a chance. God is giving you today as an opportunity to serve him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I feel like I'm giving the invitation right now. <laughs> There's no better time than right now to change that. Please come forward. Isn't it? <laughs> oh, but no, it's I uh, I don't know. It, yeah. it just hurts my heart. I mean, really, the end of the day, all these memes just—I um, think it makes me sad. She talks like she was formerly Christian. That's that's one of the ones that makes me sad. I mean, yeah, so. she's 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 using passages, man. Yeah. Obviously, uh, oh, the idea that God demands our worship too. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah. Oh man, he doesn't need it. He doesn't need it. We do. God demands our worship. Yeah. Oh. So we have one more. Uh, oh, that no. I want to do. <laughs> this, this will be. It. <laughs> that was the last I had one. more, but yeah, we've talked about this for a next long year. time. Anyway, next year. Uh, you know who John Piper is? Maybe he's a Calvinistic preacher out of Minneapolis. Oh. So this is his son who deconverted. Oh, so he's gonna. He has some very strong <clears throat> opinions and a big TikTok following as well. I guess he'll be editing this. Is his dad like a true Calvinist? Yeah. Like a five like, point. Like five point. Oh, no, no, no. I can only imagine. <clears throat> oh, I've seen this guy before. He's got a YouTube channel. Oh, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Where he posts things like all the time about like how like it's a like 
it's like religious free and all this stuff like that. Yeah. And he lives completely. Yeah, I've seen he's got long gray hair. Yeah. I did not know that his dad was a the worst Bible story to teach kids almost never gets called out, even though it's one we've all heard. First, legit trigger warning for violence. It's the Bible. Here we go. The story of Jesus' death. Why is this ridiculous to teach kids? Not because he was torn to shreds with a whip. Not because of the crown of thorns. Not because he had to carry his cross on his raw back. Not because he was nailed to said cross, probably through his wrist so it wouldn't tear out. Not because he hung there for six hours. Not because he was stabbed in the lung to make sure he was dead. And not because the other guys who were crucified at the same time had their legs broken so they'd suffocate quicker. Not because of any of that. Which most of us little Christians understood more or less in detail by the time we learned to read. No, the reason this story because kids are taught that Jesus' dad did this to him. His old man orchestrated the whole thing. To be fair, that is a pretty interesting twist. I'd watch that movie. How's there gonna be comeuppance for Jesus' dad? Nope. Sorry, kiddo. Jesus' dad is the main character. He's the good guy. And you have to believe it's cool that he offed his kid like this or he's gonna do worse to you. Anyway, I'm fine. How are you doing? Oh, no. Uh. <laughs> yeah. Mm. So... Uh, that's Abraham Piper. I didn't know where that was going. I'm gonna be straight. Really, that whole build up. I was like, "What's like? What, what's the worst part about this? Yeah. I, it's not the twist. I, I didn't know where he was gonna go with it, but no, yeah. it's because." Um, so God off his son. Yeah. It, okay. So the perception that comes from here, clearly to me, is that when Jesus went to the cross, he had no will and no freedom to choose not to, and I think that the Bible evidently goes against that. That Jesus did have a choice. And in the garden, he understands that, you know, this is the will of God. And this is what is good for everybody. Like, one of the most beautiful things I love about John 17, in the high priestly prayer, is what we kind of give it the title. But Jesus in the garden prays for believers through all time. So he's thinking about Charlie and I, and you are listening to this podcast. If you're a Christian, he is praying for you right before he dies, that we would be united in him. It's just this incredible message of what, what we see in Jesus is not, oh, he was forced to do this. He had no choice. It is true self-sacrificing love. And that is how we are called to imitate our lives. So if you have this perception that the reason that Jesus was on the cross is simply because God said, do it, and he was like, oh, I guess I have no other choice, you, you've seriously messed up the story of Jesus. You just You, you aren't understanding it. Um. So contrary to what he thinks, also, it's, a, it's a beautiful that, story. That God was the one that was that was killing him, or the Father was the one that was killing him. It kind of goes back to like what I was talking about before. Like this is this is man's fault. Yeah. Like this is this is our fault. This is on us. That is why we're the ones that are being called out for guilty of this. Mm-hmm. We are the ones that killed Jesus, right? In my sin, I am essentially doing the exact same thing. Mm-hmm. Like, I think Charlie's had enough atheist memes right, for that, today. Not that one. It, <laughs> not, that's not where I thought he was going to go. That was, was just like, really? God, God, God off to son. That's yeah. that's how you that's how you perceived that. That's what you got out of that story. Yeah. That's all. That was your takeaway. Some people. That's take your away. takeaway from. What, like, how does he read? So, how does he read in like Peter's sermon, where when Peter calls out the people for killing Jesus? How does he? I'm curious how he reads that. Then I don't think he reads it. That's probably fair. Yeah. <clears throat> or when Paul is, is talking to us in, in First Corinthians when he's 
talking in about us to partaking of the Lord's Supper, and he says that you, like if, if you partake in an unworthy manner, you are guilty of the body, but you are guilty of of this. Like, how do you, how do you read things like that? I don't think he reads it. When Jesus <laughs> is on the cross and he cries for forgiveness, I don't think Jesus says, "Father, forgive." I forgive you because you know not what you're doing. Yeah, I think Jesus is calling God to forgive us. Because we didn't know what we were doing. Just Again, so our worldview is so much different. He has this perception. So the way that we view it is going to be, of course, very different from him. So, I just want to know more, too. Just like, yeah, absolutely. I would love to context, sit down with man. any of the people that we... I want so much context out of that. Yeah. Like, where do you get this? Where do you get that idea? Yeah. Where, where do you see man's role in that sacrifice yeah. at all? Or if we had a role at all. Or was it just God being like, all right, Jesus, it's your turn to die. Yeah. Like, is it, is it, yeah, I, I don't know. So Jesus is kind of seen as not being acted upon. I guess yeah. he's pulling it from the whole idea of it's it's not my will, but your will. Like it's the will of God. I, maybe, maybe that's where he's getting it from. I don't know. I still That's still a struggle. Maybe it's like, like God's ultimately the one that defined what the 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 cost of sin is. I guess when sin was given a value, it was yeah. the value of like death. Like that was that's the that is the price you pay, mm-hmm. the price that you have to pay is death. So therefore, God's the one that killed him. I guess I that's where he's probably some idea and combination is where he's pulling it from. But like. It's our fault. I don't yeah. know. And that's um, the whole point. Again, it's just like the whole purpose is. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. know. Charlie is very burned out though. Fault, He's man. done. Yeah. And again, just bold statements. Because you were going to, that, that dad that you were saying those things about, you're going to go before someday. Yeah. I fully believe that. What do you say? It's like. It's heartbreaking. What do you say in that time? Like what, what do you. I don't know. It's just there are just some things. There's just some lines. I guess it's they would they would see me as being naive because I'm yeah for sure because of what I believe in. Because in their mind, they're not that good. That's absolute garbage. Like they're not gonna go before that God because a God doesn't exist. I guess mm-hmm. is is obviously how they justify. It. Like I get it. Like I'm not I'm not that naive. I promise. Like I see it. It's just like from my perspective, I just that breaks my heart to know. That that person is going to go before the Father someday. And the things that he is saying about the Father are going to be brought before him in judgment. It's... May the Lord have mercy on their soul. Mm -hmm. So, if you have made it this far. Maybe this is a Christian special, so it's longer. Um, But it's it's a long episode. And I want to make it pretty clear that in this podcast, we did not mean to just really bash people or act like we we're no. so much better than people. I hope I've at least conveyed that. Like, I do try to see it from their perspective. Yeah. Like, I understand at least somewhat of the arguments that they're making, like, from, from someone. And I try to show this even Bible classes, too. Like, you know, it's easy for us to look at others and bash them for their opinion, just like they look at us and bash us for our opinion. Mm-hmm. This idea of like trying trying to understand like you know I can see where 
their misconception lies or, or maybe where their, their anger and their being upset comes from. Because I've been upset in my life. I've questioned things in my life. And that's another lesson for another time. But, yeah. you know, yeah, I, if, if we did come across that way, like you said, I, I greatly do apologize. Yeah, we don't, we don't want to act like we're just being rude. Because genuinely, if you're listening to this, we really care about you. And, um, you know, it, as Charlie feels right now, and I definitely feel it, because, like, I've watched those a couple of times because I'm preparing my thoughts. But going through those, <clears throat> going through the meme pages looking for this information the first time, I spent, like, three hours, and it was, I was pretty genuinely depressed afterwards. I remember, and I've yeah. heard you talk about that before. And yeah. I get it, man. It hurt. Gracious. Like, I, so, I, th- if as a Christian, at the end of this podcast, what I really want to encourage you is that if you heard anything today, or you you heard something on TikTok, or you heard us kind of quoting one of these memes, and it hurts you in your soul, that means you need to go sit down with someone who does not believe in God. You need to have been poor with them. And you, like, to sit here and feel really bad about it, but then not tell people about it is ridiculous. Um, we have to care enough. We have to care enough to tell people, hey, God loves you. I love you and care about you. I want to talk to you about the truth. And this also means that you need to be building up your faith so you have reason to defend it. You have questions about the historical reliability of the, of the Bible, of Jesus, of anything. If you have questions about suffering, if you have questions about war, if you have questions about all that type of stuff, go ask someone that you really trust. You can come and ask us. Like, we'll, we'll be willing to do a podcast on or just answer you directly. Whatever works. Um, we really do care. So... For Christians to care, that means that we go and we tell people about this. So I think that's very important for us as well. But overall, we hope that you enjoyed. And before we sign off for the last time in 2020, we want to send just a really quick uh, Christmas message to everybody. Do you want me to go first or do you want to go first? I was just going to say, you know, first of all, thank you, Alexander, for letting me be a part of this podcast this year Um, for this season. Thank you guys so much for listening uh, and for those that gave feedback, really, really do appreciate it. Um, those of you that helped spread the the message about us and uh, and <clears throat> shared things on social media about the podcast and things like that, I really do appreciate you. That does not go unseen. Mm-hmm. We appreciate it. Alexander was talking about one of you in particular before this podcast that does it a lot, and we appreciate it. Uh, and that means a lot. And um, yeah, I don't know. I've definitely grown a lot through this and done a lot of studying that I've not necessarily would have done otherwise mm. um yeah so just thank you guys and have a great uh, have a great new year for sure uh i signing off i i really want want to just wish everybody a merry christmas I, again i i've really come because a lot of important people in my life have enjoyed this part time of the year i kind of enjoy it with them so i hope that you guys have a wonderful christmas season and happy new year uh Likewise, like my brother, I'm thankful to have Charlie on the podcast with me. He is extremely busy, as you yeah. can probably tell. <laughs> so the fact that he took out even, I mean, you were with me for a good 30 plus episodes. So to take out the time uh, while working on a PhD and being married and all that type of stuff, really appreciate it. Uh, also, I'm very thankful for y'all. I'm really like the fact that we have over 900 people listen to this <laughs> over the course of just a couple of months. We're just two noobs. And one mic, uh, it's it's been a whole lot. So really thankful for y'all. And we hope that you've gained something out of this. Uh, we hope that you maybe had some laughs. <laughs> and 
that you learned something and maybe it it made you grow in your faith in some aspect so very thankful for y'all hope you have a great year this is the last pilgrim song of 2021 We're get ready for season two season two coming next it year. is upon us so the pilgrim song uncut yeah we'll see what happens <laughs> well we will not see you guys next week but we hope to see you next year have a blessed one see you later